Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. And we want to welcome in uh, Chip Patterson, CBS Sports, also the Cover 3 podcast. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Chip Patterson, good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. I hope you are. So are do you live in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, or where, where do you live? North Carolina. What did you say? I said North Carolina. Yeah, North, North Carolina. Car- All right, yeah. so you're in the heart of ACC country. Are you enjoying, do we have Chip? Okay. All right. Are you enjoying the fact that as, as a college football guy, especially with CBS sports, are you enjoying the fact that the SEC looks to be down? No, um, I am. And it, it was interesting because, you know, we, we do a great, um, you know, a charity event with the St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital where we are, you know, auctioning off private Zoom calls before the season. And I actually got to um, do mine with the the listener who made the charitable contribution and won that auction. And, you know, one thing that I was describing to him and that I've, I've really come to learn that I need to communicate to fans is that one thing that I have found that you could argue is a flaw when I do my own self-scouting is that I hold the teams that have the rosters in place to be excellent, I hold them to a higher standard. I find myself being far more critical of a talented roster that is not playing winning football than I am with a less talented roster that's kind of floating in the middle, right? So the fact that the SEC, which as we know from the way that we look at these players coming in and the way that we look at the players coming out in the NFL draft, has the most talented rosters in all of football. And so I'm going to be more critical when I see a talented roster not playing winning football because your projection might be based on what you are on paper, but this game is still decided on the field, thank goodness. And so I think that people are maybe misconstruing or misinterpreting my criticisms as thinking that I am, uh, you know, all of a sudden bagging on the SEC Instead, what I am is frustrated 
that a, a college football roster for differing reasons that I think it is fun to debate uh, are not living up to their potential. Okay. Uh, are we overstating that quote unquote one, it's, it's somewhat early, although we're almost to the midway point chip. Are we overstating that Georgia is down? Is da- it, Georgia is, to my mind, down from the team, the standard that was set from the team that won the last two national championships. But that does not mean that Georgia is not still one of the top contenders to win the national championship. You know, I mess around with, uh, I call them on the Cover 3 podcast, my chipolytics. You know, I kind of run my own like power that. rating system. And what I have found is since the start of the year, the top teams are coming back to the pack of like your B plus teams, right? So you thought you had a bunch of A plus teams and they're looking more like A minuses. I have to tell you about this game changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. They're still at the top of the pack, but you could say the same thing about Ohio State. I mean, we thought the Buckeyes' offense was going to burn the world down. And, like, sure, they did against Western Kentucky, but not other than that. You know, I feel like Michigan just woke up out of its preseason slumber. I mean, we're looking at uh, a Texas team that is certainly playing well to start Big 12 play, but you don't know if you can trust. I would say the same trust issues are probably there with Florida State and Penn State. So, you know, when we're looking at it just from the Georgia perspective, if you're measuring it only against other Georgia teams, yes, that team is down. But if you're measuring it against the rest of the competition, it's still right there in the mix in the top tier for me. Okay. All right. Chip Patterson, CBS Sports, joining us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Um, is it too early for you? What do you I mean, Georgia, Bama, A&M, I still think they're – they're all pretty close. I know we'll find out this weekend. Well, let's let's jump right in. Bama at A and M. Um, man, their you know their offensive defensive score, scoring efficiency is almost equal. Uh, it's in College Station. Who do you like and why this weekend? I like Alabama. I think that there's a few spots where there's um, you know Alabama is starting to find its groove and find its rhythm. It is relying on its defense through and through. You know, I get a little bit nervous. Like, I know that Evan Stewart still had a really good game against Arkansas, but we also got to see him, you know, sort of 
limping around a little bit. This this Aggies team, not just at the quarterback position where you've obviously made a successful transition from Kyle Bregman to Max Johnson, but there's a few other spots where I, I'm just a little bit concerned about the overall bill of health. And when we're talking about the finest of margins in a game that I do think is going to be very competitive, you know, that is something that's going to be um, grabbing my attention. The other one's going to be, you know, just trying to make sure that we're really looking at what happened last week against Arkansas, which was Arkansas just gifting a lot of short fields and easy opportunities for Texas A&M. So while, um, while the performance certainly felt dominant and is definitely a good sign for, you know, Texas A&M's defense to be able to absolutely feast in that spot, I am coming out of it wondering if we've got a difference between the sticker price and, and what, what's really under the hood. So I'm I'm coming at this understanding not with it is not my most confident five star number one lock you know throw the mortgage on it because it is in College Station but I think that right now we have an opportunity uh, to maybe jump on the other side of um, some Texas A&M confidence with uh, the knowledge that Alabama's defense to me I think Alabama has the best defense in the entire country. And, you know, what do we say? If you've got that, then you're going to be able to travel into tough places and take the air out of the building. Ah, I like that. Chip Patterson, CBS Sports, on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105, down the zone, talking SEC football. We're trying to figure this stuff out. We always want to know all the answers before it's all played out because that's how we are. Um, okay. What uh, we're trying to, I think, maybe manufacture, but it's almost like we want Kentucky and Georgia to be close, even though the spread is around 14 and a half. And you, I think you got to throw the football against Georgia probably to, to really press them. Although Auburn uh, didn't. So maybe I'm contradicting myself. Um, Kentucky's defense is great. They got a running back. Okay. Do you believe that Kentucky can make this a game or do you think Georgia pulls way away in the second half? I don't think they pull way away in the second half because I just don't think we've seen that kind of explosiveness. I mean, the best thing that Georgia has done offensively, in my eyes, is just put the ball in Brock Bauer's hands and let him go do the rest of the work after the catch. 79 yards after the catch, over 146 receiving yards. I mean, that's not even like airing it out there for Carson Beck. You know, Dejan Edwards is a um, you know, a solid running back, but we don't see those like long breakaway runs that we have seen from some of these Georgia running backs in the past. You know, Lad McConkey's still trying to get right. I know he suited up last week, but we still haven't really seen him, um, you know, announce his return in a major way. So I just don't think that I think Georgia right now is built so that it can win games and it can, you know, maintain leverage in the competition like have the upper hand in a game, but I don't know if they're throwing one of those big blowout scores on the scoreboard, especially against a team that is built well along the lines of scrimmage like Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad you mentioned that Auburn game because this is something that is a little bit uncharacteristic. This is a Georgia defense that I think is better at the linebacker position and at the safety position than they are on the defensive line. We don't have Jalen Carter. We don't have Jordan Davis. We don't have players that are going to create this like huge havoc that just wrecks everything that an offense wants to do. They're big, they're strong, 
their measurements look great, and they eat up a lot of space. But again, that like next level of elite defensive line talent that honestly we have been spoiled uh, looking at there in Athens. I don't know if they have reached that level yet. Um, and you mentioned the Auburn game. Uh, we still got it's early. You're right, it's early. Right now, I think Georgia's defense is better against the pass than it is against the run. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. I just, you know, that's that's weird. And that's not good going up against Ray Davis and a Kentucky offense that just said, oh, well, you can't stop this. We're going to run the same thing over and over and over again, all the way to an embarrassing victory or embarrassing for the Gators, um, you know, there last weekend. So, you know, Georgia's defense is a little bit better against the pass than they are against the run. That's not great in this matchup. All that said, I'm not going to pick an upset because we're in Athens. We're at night. And like I mentioned, I, I still think that Georgia is a, a tier above where Kentucky is right now, even if Georgia is not playing to the standard set by the last two uh, teams. 